welcome back to the Informatics Cafe. I am your host, Mike Nitardi, and I'm so pleased to be joined today by the two people behind uh, Science Around Cincy, and that is Chris Anderson and John Gibson. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having us. It's great to have you. I guess right out from the very beginning, we'll start with a little bit of background from both of you. Just tell us a little bit about yourselves, and then we'll jump into what Science Around Cincy is all about. So let's start with you, Chris. So I started my career as a science teacher. Um, I taught high school science for about five years. And when I left the classroom, I had taken like another program manager job at 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 another school. And I, I wanted to get back into science like pretty much right away, I'd realized like that was what drew me mm-hmm. in was was loving science, getting kids excited about science, but I wanted to do it in a different way. So sure. I had started writing a blog and that went okay. I'm a really slow writer and if you're a blog writer, you know you gotta get you gotta churn out posts like three or four times you a week. Churn and it I was out, yeah. lucky to get one out every other week. And I had like missed the blog train by like ten years. So <laughs> <laughs> so after a while I was like, okay, this isn't this isn't making a huge impact. Uh, and then I got two good pieces of advice. I got one one piece of advice from a local reporter who'd said, you know, there people are always looking for local stories. And I said, okay. So I did a little bit of freelance writing for some some news outlets. But then someone else gave me another good piece of advice. And they said that, no, Chris, you're good with people. So writing, and writing doesn't really show that. Right. So... You should think about doing something more visual. And I said, okay, well, let me think about this. Maybe I can do a local science show or something. Nice. I don't know. We'll call it Science Round Sensi. So I could kind of thought about that for a year or two and kind of fleshed out the ideas. And then I had met John uh, really just through an NKU faculty member who I would, uh, had been working with on another project. And John and I, we, we had we became pretty quick friends and nice. he was a really good thought partner because of his experience in uh in production and and you know the feature films and all that so we just kind of put our heads together and bounced ideas and questions off of each other and we kind of came up with this web-based format that features local scientists and engineers and researchers very cool and uh, to teach kids about science and, and to get kids excited about like not just learning science but scientific careers. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, John, tell us about yourself. Yeah, so my background is that I've been at NKU for twelve-ish years, ten-ish years. I have no idea. Something like that. All right, <laughs> like I'm very bad with time. Um, so I've been here and I teach in the electronic media program. Nice. Um, and so uh, I've mostly focused with working with students on production uh-huh. uh, a lot in class, but as well as outside of class. Uh-huh. Um, and kind of like Chris, um, I, I like working with people. Um, I like hearing stories. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not always the, the like interviewing people is not always like what I like to do, but I like to just sit down and like listen to people right. talk, right? right? And so, um, you know, we jump ahead, and uh, you know, Chris is exactly right. Uh, Michelle Day, a professor in journalism here, had had Chris in as a guest speaker nice. to talk about science. I think science education for her class. Yeah, science communication. It's, yeah, and uh, it's funny because she was like. Uh, we just randomly bumped into each other in the hallway, and she's like, "I, you need to meet this guy. He, mm-hmm. His name's Chris Anderson. He just came to my class. And what's funny is it had nothing to do with production. It was actually because Chris had shared his love of Star Wars, and I have uh, a ridiculous amount of Star Wars toys in my office. And so <laughs> she was like, you have to meet this guy. And so Chris came down to my office, 
and we sat and talked about Star Wars. I think what our favorite Star Wars movie was and our favorite spaceship, right? Yeah. It's probably the B-Wing. Anyway, probably for like- Very good. Yeah. <laughs> and then that wasn't even our conversation about the show. It was just, yeah, just a mutual interest. And a couple of weeks later, that's when Chris said, hey, I got this show Oh, by idea. the way. Oh, by the way, yeah. And there might be another connection. Yeah, yeah. I'd forgotten. It slipped my mind. Uh, right, yeah, right. That's yeah. what it will. Yeah. But, but this goes somewhere with me because, like, you know, we have this conversation uh, on campus uh, at, at Starbucks. There you go. Product placement. Maybe we get some funding for, for the show. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're sitting there having a coffee. The show seems great, but I'm thinking, like, man, this is a lot. Like, okay, right. this is going to be, I, I can't commit to this it's just investment. myself. It's Definitely. an investment. Definitely. We got to get students who, are being, who would be interested. And sure enough, like as I'm leaving, I had this one student in mind, Jordan Barge. Their dad works on campus in the science program. And I'm walking out the building and I happen to see Jordan as they're leaving their job at the student union. And Very I was cool. like, Jordan, I just met with somebody who wants to have a science show. Would you be interested in producing? And they were like, Yes. Fantastic. And I always tell people it's amazing these conversations that you can have just like randomly right. that lead to one other thing. And right. I think back to Michelle being like, you got to meet this guy. And it was about Star Wars, but then it turned into this, you know, and I love it. Yes. It's great. And about how long ago was, was this? Did this all start? Uh, I think our original conversation might be almost three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. Because we're on the, I mean, once funding kicks in, we would be on the third season of Science yep. Around Cincy coming up. So. Wow. Okay. So that's that's actually, you're jumping ahead to exactly what yeah. I was about ready to ask. So, so how long did it take them from that conversation to get to the first, you know, the production of the first episode? <sighs> Maybe about six months ish six to eight sure. months yeah we had kind of started to flesh out what the project structure would look like mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. the final product and like what the workflow would be like and then we started identifying places that could give us some money and it was fuel cincinnati that actually uh, uh supported us for that first season mm-hmm. and the second season as, as well they they renewed our uh, our funding. So we did a lot with the with the little they gave us, which was very generous. Right. Very right. generous. Yep. Uh, they actually gave us more than what we originally asked for, which was which was awesome and allowed us to produce probably another episode or two. And uh, yeah, we I'd say about six months after that ish, we were able to start sharing content. Uh, we had had our stuff edited and were able to share. So another source of funding, um, and this really kicked in for season two, was a, an I-plus grant. Um, and so uh, Informatics, uh, Informatics Plus was just incredible about – so uh, there's a, a grant that's offered um, for faculty and for projects um, mm-hmm. up to, I think, $8,000. Um, and, uh, you know, Chris and I – you know, Chris did a lot of legwork to to do the proposal. We submitted it, and I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, we'll get a couple thousand, and we'll supplement that with some money that the dean's office has donated, you know, given, and we'll we'll do this, right? And we get a message saying, you know, congratulations, you've been awarded the full grant. And we, I think, we were in the initial the initial round, like when it, the first year that this was put out. And it was just like, I remember getting that email and just being like, oh, Chris, 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 you know, like the gifts that we were sending back and forth on our phone of like, <laughs> yeah. you know, whenever we got that news. Um, and that, you know, like I said, it was awesome to be able to 
to be a recipient, but also that the college and, and I plus believed in the project enough to say, we want to fund this. No and, doubt. and like I said, being able to just say, that's great. That money goes towards the students. That's, that's like, yep. and we've, and we've stretched that. Oh my gosh. Like it's, it's, yeah. I think we're still stretching it right now for things. Um, and so, yeah, we're so excited about it. Well, why don't we talk a little bit about where our, our listeners can find uh, your uh, your shows and, and also then a little bit about the length and, and what it is you try to accomplish in each episode. Yeah, so all our, all our videos are on YouTube, and mm-hmm. you can actually access uh, not just the videos, but bonus features and classroom material. So if there's any nice. teachers out there who want to use uh, our videos in their classroom, all they all come with... Uh, instructional material so mm-hmm. there's and there's always some sort of hands-on activity that comes with the main episodes fantastic yeah and that's at scienceroundcincy.com very good and i'd like to talk a little bit about this too is that um you know the target audience for this initially was middle school students correct? okay yeah, and, it's about okay. middle school um but i find that like as a, an adult watching it sometimes i'm just like well not sometimes oftentimes i'm like huh that's kind of cool, right? Very like cool. that's yeah. that's really awesome. And there's also, I mean, my kids are nine and six and a half, and there will still be things that I'll reference. And I forgot what it was, but I was talking about trilobites or something one day, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh yeah, I remember that from that show." Or and they refer to Chris because Chris has been over to our house a few times as uh, the science guy, you right? Mister, you know, Mister Chris, the science guy, right? Like so. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know, even though it's middle school, I really think there's a wide range. No doubt. Um, in addition no doubt. to uh, YouTube, there's also KET, CET. Yep. We have episodes. We have full, like, 30-minute chunks. Yeah, that's that going to be my – the, the length oh, man, we're, we're connected. Yeah, it's Mike, exactly that's right. What's going I mean, on, so he's, right? He's like, anticipating yeah, everywhere exactly. I'm going. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is Chris fantastic. is actually feeding me. Chris uh, <laughs> yeah. Brewer, other Chris, is feeding me things right now. No, yeah. Very, very good. So, no, that's that's fantastic. So if so for a show on YouTube, I want to go on there, I'm going to find it, and I'm going to watch one. About how long is the uh, – is it? Yeah, it depends on – uh, the video. So like what we call our main episodes, which is usually like the main feature mm-hmm. when we go to sh- shoot something, mm-hmm. is usually between seven and nine minutes. Nice. Uh, any longer th- than 10 or so, once you get into double digits, I think kids just start... Right, to tune out. Tar- start yep. to tune out, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's... Some other bonus features, like uh, like we'll have scientists tell their stories. Those are more in like the three to five minute range. Okay. So okay. it's great for teachers because they're not like thirty minute episodes that you have to show the whole thing in class just to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. That's it's very chunkable. So if you wanted to just hey, we're going to start with this eight-minute video and then go into this activity, that's perfect. Or if you just want to you know, end class with, hey, this is a career, this is something I want to make sure my kids know about or can see you know, that, that this scientist is doing this work, that's a shorter video. So we try to make it very chunkable. And it actually works out for the broadcast episodes because then we can kind of put a couple together. Nice. And, and almost in like the, the same theme and... It'll work for for thirty minutes. So we might have uh, a geologist, a paleontologist, and then you know maybe like a weather person or something, all in one episode. And that can be like an Earth science theme for that. Nice for that broadcast. Very good. So then we'll go and we'll go to like recently we went to Bellevue High School and, and filmed in the science lab there just some stand ups of Chris saying. You know, today on Science Around Cincy, and he sets up the episodes. Right, and so right. we just string them together. Nice. Um, and it, it works out 
we're, those are some kinks that we're still figuring out. Uh, yeah. And that's part of, I mean, there's the, the phrase that everybody uses. I'm, I'm, I know the president of NKU has used it before and Dean Kirby has, but basically like you're kind of building the plane as you go sometimes. Uh, and I like the one, you're building the parachute as you're falling Yes, out. that works. That's a, that, ooh, that's that might be a little better. bit more appropriate. Yeah, yeah. yeah depending on the deadline, it might be yes. more like But that. honestly, that's, that's the work of independent production, whether mm -hmm. it's uh, an independent film, an independent production like this. And when you've got uh, minimal funding, you mm -hmm. know, uh, which has been, it's been incredible what we've got, but it's like, you know, you're, you've got to make everything count. You've got to, and sometimes it's just like, all right, well, we just learned a lesson there. Okay, cool. Let's do this for the next one, you know, and Very good. it's worked out really well. So what, let's talk a little bit about the kinds of topics that you've already explored and maybe a little bit about where you're wanting to go next. That's a good question. We've, tried to work with some different institutions around the city and the region mm -hmm. whom uh, have a pretty good like sciencey presence. So we've done stuff with the zoo and the museum center, but we've also tried to highlight some things that people might not have heard of before. Right. And you know, my like I said, my background is in education and I have a, a master's in curriculum and instruction. So I have a pretty good beat on what kids need to know and when. So what I try to do is look for a wide variety of science that intersects at those different standards. You know, not just a wide variety of, of, of you know, the field where scientists are working, but the scientists themselves. It's really important for us to have a, uh, a wide diversity of, of scientists so kids can see themselves in the scientists. That is really important for mm -hmm. us. So we kind of look for... Um, a, a pretty good variety of, of folks, but we've done a lot of different, I mean, we've, we've gone looking for fossils. We've, you know, we were there at the, at the zoo when they are, you know, using genetics and, um, you know, blood work to figure out how to best uh, preserve endangered species. Like we've done wow. a lot of really cool, a real like 80 acres farm yes. was really cool. Well, and this is what's cool about the show on the subject of the topics and um was is 80 acres farm the one that's the produce? Yeah, they have yeah, they have they grow all their produce indoors with robots. So Goodness. I yo, it was it was awesome. <laughs> it was like cool. um but you know, so I'm editing that show. So uh, and we can talk about the production process sure. in a moment yeah. if you want cuz there's a some the really strong NKU connection there as well. But like I I will do oftentimes what's called the first edit. Like, mm -hmm. so Chris will give the material to me, I kind of stitch it together, and then I pass it off to students who then do the rest of it. And, and they're really, really good editors. They're better than I am. Um, and so I find myself on, on an episode like 80 Acres Farm, which is talking about all this produce. I'm like, oh, this is, is kind of cool. And then I go to the grocery store and I see 80 Acres Farm. And I'm like, I know how that was made. Wow. That's awesome. Yes. I can visualize the machines. Doing, and so I think about me seeing that. And I'm also now thinking about like, you know, a kid or, you know, maybe somebody else who maybe caught that episode. And it's like, I had that, that no idea that process that went into right. it. Right. Another right. favorite episode of mine was, the, it was our very first one, the, the, uh, the frogs that freeze themselves. So, and that was at the NKU field station. Yeah, right? that's where we did the field work. The and researcher, it, she's over at. Um, is it Mount St. Joseph? Mount St. Joe. Yeah. They went out in the field, what, at like th uh, two o'clock in the morning or something like no, that? No, it was and, quite that. It was like 10. Oh, that's right, because it was the winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it felt <laughs> like two in the morning for the edit. It was for the edit. It the was the two o'clock in the morning. Exactly. And yeah, they hiked it, 27 miles. Yeah, it was, it was like May. And so these frogs. These frogs freeze themselves through the winter. That's their, that's their, they don't hibernate. They just like let themselves freeze. And 
by the time the spring rolls around, they've thawed, and so they've like woken up, and they're that's when they look for mates, and so they're they're sending out their mating calls that we would just hear as frogs, but for the researchers who are trying to potentially uh, have a specimen to 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 study, that's what they're looking for. So they tromps around at like yeah, ten or eleven at night when the weather when the uh, you know, nights start getting a little warmer, and mm-hmm. they look for these guys who are and they and it's funny like the traps are 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 pretty low tech, which is sometimes what science is like. You don't sometimes you have like very sophisticated equipment, and right. sometimes it's a PVC pipe strapped to a uh, to a tree because the frogs <laughs> if the frogs get in they can't get out. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so if they go get the PVC, like they just like shake it out, and there might be a frog. Right, inside. there's a frog. Yep, and then it makes their job a lot easier. Wow. <laughs> well, wow. and then that's cool for me too. One is seeing some of the low tech. Sometimes I'll be like, huh, that looks like a one gallon ice cream bucket that they're just putting into the water to study, you know, the effects of chemicals on fish yep. or you know something like that. But then. Also, from a production standpoint, I keep thinking of that first episode, and um, I think that was Jordan and Michael uh, Picard that filmed with you. And it was so cool thinking about, like, you know, man, these guys, they got to go traipsing through a field uh, filming a science show about fr- frogs that freeze themselves or, you know, that that, that stay in the ground uh, frozen. I'm like, how cool is that as a right. student, right? right? You're like, that's what you get paid to do, mm-hmm. right? You know, and, and I know for them, they've, They've loved yeah. it, you know. We took them to Mammoth Cave. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've been we've been yeah three or four hundred feet underground filming. Yeah. We did stuff with the Cincinnati Fire Department that was really cool. Wow. Yeah. Like, do like because we were all in full fireman gear, and yeah, it, like we we went through their training center and they have like this like house kind of set up and so they light this fire and you're in this house and it's like the flames are going over your head it was really really cool oh my goodness yeah yeah i got to use the fire hose and stuff to put out like they were awesome so so about how many do you have on on available right now straight videos probably around 60 to 70 fantastic so that's a lot for our listeners to catch up on if they haven't already haven't already seen them yeah i mean you get you all film for what, like probably three hours or so? Yeah, and three then or four hours. the amount of stuff that can come out of three hours. There's the main episode, but there's always some random aside where it's like, that's great for that is a, really cool. a, a social media post that or really a one-off. Cool. Mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about, about the production sure. part and the, the role that students play mm-hmm. in that? Why don't you just walk us through that? Well, um, you know, like I said, it's almost entirely student-produced. Now, I say almost because Chris has become like this amazing producer. And I'm not just saying that because he's like literally sitting here right now being like, yes, I am. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, it's so Chris is the, is the executive producer and for all intents, the, the field producer mm-hmm. like shows up, he's got his rundown. Here's what we're doing today. But as far as the, the crew goes, it is entirely students or uh, in some cases, depending on funding, we've been able to hire NKU alumni as well. So we've got a couple of folks that were just like, you know what, we need a freelancer, especially during uh, when the pandemic first right. hit, because we were really limited by what we could do with students. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot of NKU freelancers that we could be like, hey, um, you just recently graduated. Uh, we could use you on this shoot. And so it was this really nice pipeline for NKU connections. Very cool. Um, Very and cool. the practical experience, you, you just you can't beat it, right? I mean, it's it's been really good for them. Fantastic. So, so now, I guess the, the final question would be, what's next for Science Around Cincy? Where are you guys going? Well, we'd still like to do another season of Science Around Cincy, and uh, we're working on that right now. We've got um, 
several kind of episodes kind of all re- almost all ready to go. So we really, at this point, are just looking for ways to kind of get that off the ground uh, and really get another, really the next kind of generation of students to to be a part of this. We've had some folks graduate, which is awesome, right. which, is, which is what we all, all want to see out yeah. of the students. So, uh, And then we have a couple other projects, some other spinoffs that we're, that we're working on as Very well that good. we're really excited Very about good. that we will, we'll be able to share in a couple months. I was going to say, we have to have you back to talk about those. Yeah. 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 And right now, yeah, also the, the next part of it too is just fundraising. Yeah, you know, and it's and that is a that's always a challenge. It is definitely the, you can have eighty thousand awesome ideas, but if you've got no checks in the checkbook, you know you're just like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah. So, but you know, that's we're really optimistic about it. There's some yeah. good possibilities. And we've we we've never gone into it saying like we're not going to get the yes, money. Like we'll exactly. we'll find we'll find mm-hmm. we'll find a way to make yeah. it work. Like and it and it has thus far, and we're able to keep. Our costs low. Um, we do a lot with the little. We can really stretch a dollar. So, uh, yeah, we'll. It, it might happen in two months. It might happen in four. But we'll yeah. we'll make it happen. Now, so you're talking about starting up the first uh, episode and how you got started. Why don't you tell us about some other chance encounters that might have led to success for students and professors here at NKU? Well, you know, I, I'm trying to think of specific examples of like those chance encounters. And I know Chris and I both uh, recently we were all sitting around a, a campsite at Mammoth Cave and we were talking about the chance encounters we have with people and how that changes the trajectory of your life right. or whatever you're doing. Right. And I won't go into a long ramble about that, but to focus on more of the student side of it as well as professors. In general, I think it's important for students to know um, that you have no idea, like literally no idea how a, a random encounter is going to change the trajectory of your life. Right. You might think that this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. I want to be a director or I want to be a high school history teacher in my own uh, background. And you have a, a conversation with a professor who's like, I want you to meet this person. Or here's this really cool opportunity, and things are going to quickly change for you. Nice. Um, and and that's why like I go back to those series of conversations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where one thing leads to another. And I'm hesitant to be like it's fate, you know, not that. But like I think you kind of almost always need to be prepared that if something seems cool, jump for it. Right? Don't worry about like okay, is this going to is this going to lead to my ultimate job one right. day? No. If it seems like something you want to do. And the person is a person like Chris or Michelle or, you know, anybody else on campus who's uh, a good person, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, then go for it. You, you, you have nothing to lose. Yeah, and I'll just, I'll just add a little piece of advice for, for students who are listening is that uh, just get, get a cup of coffee with somebody. Yes. Like, the, like the cost of entry to get coffee with someone and spend 20 or 30 minutes is very, very low. And you're going to take a lot of coffee meetings that are going to be okay. They'll, you'll have a few that kind of are like, well, this is not going to work. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have a lot that are okay, and you might learn something. But every once in a while, you're going to get a really good one, and it's it's gonna it's gonna make something something special happen. So just be open to that opportunity. Um, yeah, and if yeah, if someone ever asks you like, hey, do you want to you know, you know, sit down for a little bit, just say yeah. You never know what's going to happen. One of our best coffee meetings was sitting down with Kendall Fisher 
uh, yeah, pre-COVID, and it, we yes. were just setting out and right. having a conversation about like, okay, where where can we go for fun? Let's talk about the show. Yeah, and that was her. I think her first introduction to it, and she's like, "This is really cool." Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and also, um, I, I know I keep talking about this, uh, but like on those coffee notes, that's networking. Right, mm-hmm. like uh, I used to always think that networking meant you have to go to a place and you have to dress up and you got to have like a name tag <laughs> and you shake hands and you give cards, like all. That. No, that's not so. Students, if you hear somebody talking about and and other professionals, listen. If you hear somebody talking about networking, networking is exactly what Chris just said. Reach out to somebody, be like, can I buy you a cup of coffee and just pick your brain? Right. right. You never know where that conversation will lead, Great. and at least it's a good cup Great of coffee. Advice. So. Great advice. Great advice. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. It's been a, a wealth of information for our listeners here at Informatics Cafe. I want to thank both Chris and John for joining us. And just to the rest of our listeners, uh, feel free to join us next time that we have a show. Thank you. Informatics Cafe is a production of Informatics Plus, the outreach arm of Northern Kentucky University's College of Informatics. Hosted by Mike Nitardi, produced by Chris Brewer, Music and engineering by Aaron Zlatkin. Recorded at the Informatics Audio Studio in Griffin Hall.